Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Brought to you by Visit Anderson, South Carolina, home of beautiful Lake Hartwell. The Rapala family of fishing products, including VMC hooks and 13 fishing rods, reels, and more. And the Bass Angler Sportsman Society. Now, here's your host, lifetime BASS member, Tom Abraham. Welcome to this week's episode of Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. I am Tom Abraham, your guide for the next hour as we feature the Bassmaster Elite Series and those looking to get into that exclusive group through the St. Croix Bassmaster Open Series and the up-and-comers on the Strike King Bassmaster College Series and the tens of thousands of Bass Nation anglers around the country competing on the local level, all with a chance to advance to the big leagues of professional fishing. Our first cast segment of the show is brought to you by 13 Fishing, and we have a great deal for you right now. The Gerald Swindle Design Meta Series Rods and Inception G2 Reels are available at 13fishing.com along with all their other great products and for a limited time you can get 20 percent off your entire order by using the discount code bass radio 20 that's bass radio 20 only at 13fishing.com now i fish these rods and reels myself and could not be happier get 20 percent off with the code bass radio 20 it was icast week this past week in orlando with new products being rolled out by the large and small manufacturers alike all vying to be best in show now for my money you couldn't beat the rabble of crush city line of plastics and their wrap stack storage system i kind of like the maverick as well the jerkbait icast also was a place where industry leaders get to meet and greet and make plans for the upcoming season now today we're going to visit with john cruz who wears many hats at icast he's an elite series angler a lure designer for spro hardbaits and a founder and owner of missile baits he's coming up later on in the show also today australia's carl jacobson 26th in the angler of the year standings who got off to a great start this season and then stumbled a bit at the sabine but is ready to make his move up north and in the leadoff role is bass digital content editor kyle jesse on the scene all week at icast and he joins us now with a report on what it was like kyle welcome back to the show I'm good, Tom. Thanks for having me. Yeah, def- definitely a busy week during ICAST. Yeah, it's always a busy week during ICAST. And for our listeners that don't know, explain a little bit about what ICAST is, um, because it is, it's kind of part convention, part product reveal. You know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's very interesting, all the different things that come together at ICAST. Yeah, absolutely. So ICAST is basically a, um, you know, I, I don't know if you want to call it a trade show, but it's just a show, the yeah. biggest fishing show, um, you know, maybe outside of the classic, I guess, if you want to compare it to that but it's basically like you said where uh, companies are uh, revealing new products um, you know things to come products that are available now uh, and you know uh, people all across the industry and and the industry not just bass fishing I mean really any kind of fishing uh, shows up to ICAST it's uh, the place to be I know you and I have talked about it in in past years it was uh, you know a thing that I had always looked forward to going to um, as a normal fan, and yeah. now I get the opportunity to go and see it every year. So it is a it's a really special event and a cool deal where everybody gathers and uh, you know 
bunch of fishing freaks get to see all the uh, new stuff. Yeah, and and it is, I mean, it, it differentiated from the Bassmaster Classic, which people have been going to in record numbers in, in recent years, um, and the Outdoor Expo. This is this isn't open to the public. I mean, ICAST is something that's open basically on a credentialed basis, you know, to the general to the media and uh, and so on, and to the industry itself. So there's uh, there's a little more room uh, working around the aisles, I would imagine, than it is at a uh, you know at a typical Bassmaster Classic. And the other part of it is is that at the Classic you're buying a lot of this stuff, and a lot of it is for sale. A lot of the stuff that we're seeing at ICAST and saw at ICAST this past week is stuff that will be available to the general public in the fall, and then certainly in Tulsa at the Bassmaster Classic uh, next year. So it's kind of a, a sneak peek ahead, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, not so much buying here at ICAST, of course, just uh, getting the details of products. Obviously, all over Bassmaster.com, you can still see the uh, videos, photo galleries, all those things that you mentioned, uh, basically giving a heads up of what's to come on a lot of the stuff. And then some of the stuff, you know, they actually will release to the public, um, you know, right around the time of ICAST. Yeah. Now, it's also an opportunity for industry leaders to get together, and there's various meetings that are held. I know that a lot of the muckety-mucks from Bass are all there, and you're meeting with, uh, you know, other sponsors and so on. So there's that part of it, right? I mean, a lot of meetings. I know as I talk to some of the anglers during the week and and different folks during the week, they're like, well, I'm tied up with this or I'm tied up with that. And, um, you know, there seems to be a lot of business done at ICAST, if you will. There's no question. Yeah, I think that a huge part of it for the the companies in the industry and then, you know, of course, Bass and and other companies is uh, meeting. And, you know, for some people, you know, retail stores and and chains, you know, it's it's to make orders and things of that nature. But, yeah, it's it's a lot of meeting. A lot of business goes down. And uh, really, it's a lot of work. I know uh, at least my outside perspective was Mm -hmm. that uh, ICAST was just a fun thing to go wander around and look at all the new stuff. But it is a lot of work and things to keep up with and and uh, like you said, I think pretty much everybody that comes here, their schedule is pretty much tied from beginning to end with meetings and, and uh, you know, obviously seeing all the new products as well. Kyle Jesse with us here talking a little bit about ICAST, uh, which took place this past week in Orlando. Go to Bassmaster.com and see all of these great products. I mean, it's really an amazing amount of coverage there at Bassmaster.com on uh, what went on at uh, ICAST for sure. And, you know, you, you mentioned those things, those meetings. It's a lot of the anglers there representing their products and their companies that they work with and so on uh, as well. And then making relationships with others. I would imagine that. And, of course, there's so much going going on in the bass fishing industry and in the tournament uh, industry and so on. And we all just like to talk. I mean, this is where you get all the good scoops, right? I mean, this is where you find out what's going on, who's retiring, who's coming for where. I mean, this is some really, uh, this is a juicy time, I think, for everybody to get together and gossip about this, the, the fishing industry. You couldn't hit it any better on the head. I, I try to stay far away from that as possible because uh, it seems like, the majority of the things you hear end up being rumors. Some of them, I guess, end up being true. Some of them don't. But uh, there's certainly a lot of that. It's uh, a lot of gossip hour. Did you hear this? Did you hear that? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I do my best to, to stay away from that as much as possible <laughs> until uh, – Till it pertains to me or bass directly, I suppose. I hear that. Now, look, you're a fisherman. You're not just one of these guys that that takes pictures and writes stories and, and edits uh, Bassmaster.com. You're you're a guy that also will get out there and what a line. 
how do you separate? I mean, I know you're working. I get all of that. It's a lot of work and a lot of pictures and editing and everything else. But there has got to be still that fisherman in you when you're walking around and you see certain things and you're like, ooh, look at that. I mean, that that's a cool-looking new jerk painter. Or look, at, look at that big old Bessie thing. What is that deal there? So you've got to, I would imagine, that you still get the juices flowing when you get to see some of the stuff that uh, that you wouldn't mind giving a shot to. I do, I do. I, I'll tell on myself a little bit. After the first year of coming to ICAST, which for me, which was not that long ago, long ago, just a few years, uh, I was so excited and could not wait. Gradually over the years, obviously, I, like I mentioned earlier, I kind of dread the work aspect of it because mm-hmm. it is a ton of work and it takes a lot of time to, to you know, produce this content and create it. But uh, I will admit, whenever I walk through the doors, uh, you know, I, I I had that same feeling that I had the first time I you know showed up to ICAST. So obviously got to walk around and see the stuff. And yeah, no, instantly my mind goes back to uh, you know not so much thinking about the work, but thinking about how I'm going to use these products in my own time uh, on the lake. So no, you, you're exactly right. I, I I really do enjoy getting to see uh, all the new products and the baits and of course like the the practical things that I you know will be using here before too long. It always blows me in my mind that they keep coming up with new stuff. I'm like, what could they possibly be working on next? And you wonder how many years in advance whether you know they're they're working on on some of these things, whether or not there are things that are you know products that they've got scheduled to roll out in 24 and 25 and 20 because you don't want to dump everything at, at once and you got to kind of have that flow of something new. But um, do, do you ever just walk around and just are amazed at some of the innovation and some of the different things that that we see each year? And you're like, I never, you know, I wish I had thought of that. No doubt. I think you said it. You said it best when you said, you know, what else could they possibly come up with? And it seems like, like you said, it always, uh, you know, it always happens. They'll always come up with something new. And and I think I'm a little old school in the fact that uh, I'm a little stuck in my ways. Maybe not as bad as my dad or some of the people I fish with, but uh, I think to myself, well, there's no way this is going to work, or there's no way this is actually like a real thing. And then a Bassmaster Elite Series tournament will get one on something that you've hardly heard of or something that's completely new. Um, and these, you know, I wouldn't call them bads, but the, the new baits and the new things that come out end up being just a giant part of, uh, you know, the retail fishing business. And uh, yeah, it all starts, you know, it starts, like you said, with you know, product development and a mm-hmm. lot of work and a lot of time going into it. And uh, yeah, it's it's shown here at ICAST for the first time, and you know, like I said, it's uh, it's really a pleasure to get to see it. Yeah, Bass uh, Digital Content Editor Kyle Jesse with us here. I- I'm old enough to remember when the tube came out. Okay, when they when the tube first came out, I was like, oh, this is this is this is pretty cool. And I caught a lot of smallmouth on the tube up north, uh, where I grew up in the Finger Lakes, and I thought that that was uh, a deal. But this sow belly seven inch tube from Tightlines that is the size of your hand. I mean, it, it almost looks like a promotional item, not a real fishing item. I mean, that thing, that thing is huge. That's a big chunk of plastic there. I can't even figure out what kind of a jig I'd put that tube on. Yeah, that was my exact reaction as well. I'll tell you a little backstory, and I'm not sure if this angler is involved with that specific tube, but uh, a couple of years back, the elite that um, Drew Cook won at Santee Cooper, I was shooting a photo gallery with, Jacob Rosnick, and he pulls out a tube that's, uh, I mean, very, very similar to that one, like huge in size. And and I couldn't help but think the same thing. I thought, what in the world would you use a tube this big for? But then he gave me the backstory of it, 
And he said that he likes to use it to aggravate bedding fish, like big, oh, aggressive man. female bedding fish. It really, really gets them angry. And I uh, hope he doesn't mind me saying that. I hope it's not uh, too big of a secret. But evidently, that's the bait that uh, a lot of times he'll get them fired up with a big, giant tube like that. As for rigging it and things of that nature, don't don't ask me because I'm yeah. not sure. It definitely looks like a, looks like a display model that's uh, blown up about 10 sizes bigger than the real thing. Like that big Rapala crankbait they used to have. You know what I mean? That you'd put up on your right. wall, you know, that was, that was three feet <laughs> yeah. long. All right, Kyle Jesse has been our guest. Kyle, great work all week by you covering this thing and the whole team at Bassmaster.com. Uh, I cast uh, 2023 in the books now, and uh, uh, we just really appreciate what you do. I appreciate you having me on. When we return, Carl Jacobson is up next on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. This segment of the show brought to you by Rapala and their new uh, PXR Maverick 110 jerkbait, which I'm very excited about. Finally just got my hands on this thing a week or so ago, and uh, what a, what a nice-looking jerkbait this, this deal is. And one of the guys that fishes this jerkbait and has been testing it and I'm sure has had a lot of input on it is Carl Jacobson, of course, our Australian angler who's having a great season, 26th into points right now. He was actually got off to a great start, stumbled a little bit at the Sabine, and I'm sure he's looking forward to going north and chasing those uh, brown fish, and he joins us now on the VMC Hook. Carl, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, mate. Good, mate. Thanks for having me. Before we get to uh, you know some of the products and some of the work that you did at ICAST this past week, um, let's talk about your season, because you came out swinging. I mean, you had a couple of great finishes right off the bat to start the season uh, down south, a uh, six-place finish at Okeechobee 11th at Lake Seminole and you've been solid all the way through making cuts and then the Sabine happened uh went a little sideways for you there <laughs> yeah <clears throat> no that'll happen you know the Sabine is always going to be a bit of a uh you know hot luck draw I guess a little bit you know I can't there's a, there's there's some pretty good skill to it but at the same time it's uh that, that's a that's a tough one to like really try and nail down and you know i caught tons of fish and just uh, couldn't get under any of those bigger ones i knew that was the one i needed to survive to have a real shot at aoy but um definitely not complaining it's been the best season i've had uh since i've gotten over here in 2011 and uh best season i've had on the elite series and uh, you know a lot of people are saying AOY, you know, everyone in the top 10 can win, but I don't see it like that. It, it's These days, everyone's so good. Um, the smallmouth are going to... You could catch 17, 18 pounds a day for the next uh, three events and come in the 70s and 80s. You know, yeah. that's how good these fisheries are. And, and you can smash them and, and have a really tough finish. And, you know, at St. Lawrence River last year, I had just over 20 pounds a day and I missed the cut. <laughs> and so I, uh, you know, I got to put my head down and have three really great events and uh, I'm excited about it. It's interesting. You talk about this year. Um, it's not like 2021 was a bad year for you. I mean, you, you know, you had several top 15 finishes, not only in the, uh, in the elites, but in the opens as well. And, you know, I, I remember I, I first laid eyes on you 
when I started fishing the opens about four or five years ago, and you weren't on the elites yet, and you you been fishing the opens, and I saw this guy with the Australian flag on the back of your uh, jersey, and you were yeah. sitting on the floor. We were this was back when we had the meetings, you know, uh, before an open, and we'd be all sitting around uh, yeah. at the meeting, and you're in the back of the room at the yeah. Kissimmee, and I'm like, look at this dude here. And it's been fascinating watching your career. I've talked to Gerald Swindle a lot about you. I know he's been like a mentor for you uh, as well. And and uh, it's just amazing how each year you've gotten better and better. You moved to Chickamauga, so you're you know you're you're in the in the mid south now. Um, but just talk about the yep. progression and how you have gotten better each and every year. You know that's what it's all about. It's for me. You know the only thing I've really done different is I haven't given up. And you know I can tell you I've hit some mega brick walls you know not only with fishing but you know trying to get visas trying to move to a different country trying to um you know put roots down in in the u.s and trying to learn a whole new species that uh i i I didn't spend all of my life uh fishing for but i am immersed myself in it you know i'm a i'm obsessed with with fishing and the outdoors and and uh i love learning and i love progressing i'm not happy if i'm not um, progressing. I love to get better every day in all aspects of my life with family, with my fitness, um, with fishing, hunting, outdoors. I just want to be better. And I love, that's what I love about fishing is you're never, ever, you never, ever know it all. It's, uh, there's always something new to learn. And so a lot of the techniques, um, are exciting to me. I love to learn them and figure out those new techniques. And I'm just sort of, I've learned the hard way, the whole way, and uh, I've, I've put integrity at the front of everything, every decision that I've ever made. And when you do that, there's no shortcuts. Um, and you'll, you, it's going to be a longer road. It's going to be a longer, harder road. Um, but it's going to be one that's built with, uh, um, you know, with bricks. And uh, that's what I've been putting, just slow brick by brick. It's a slow progress, but I feel like, I'm, you know, all of that work and, setbacks are starting to um actually pay off for the for the first time in the last couple of years and it's um it's an exciting feeling i never had it when i you know four checks in a row and i'm catching them and there's there's no better feeling than that in bass fishing because i had all of those bad feelings for a long time because you can you get your teeth kicked in here over and over and over again these guys are savage it's hard to uh it's hard to compete, but they make you better. These guys make you, force you to be better, and that's what's happening. But you can either quit or you can try and get better, and uh, I'm just trying to get better all the time. Well, and we've seen over the last four or five years, we've seen you get married. Now you got a wife. We've seen you become a dad, yep. you know, so now you got a little girl. Yep. And it's, it's yep. you know, how has that changed you in terms of you've seen you, you know, make the move to, um, you know, Middle Tennessee, but we've also seen all of those things fall in place. So it seems like, you know, you've got those roots, you know, they go not only through uh, moving to the U.S. and doing all that stuff, but also with a wife and a child. It, it's a, you're a different dude, right? When you're a husband and a daddy. Yeah, you de- it puts things in perspective, you know. It, it gives you something to truly fight for, and it, and it gives you, um, it, it makes things um, real, you know. You just, you want to, you, you know what you're doing it for um, way more than when you're just doing it for yourself. And, mm. uh, 
it just, you know, it, it puts everything in perspective for me. Like my number one job now is, is to be the best dad I can be. That's, that's at the very front, you know, right. and, and I, I love every minute. And I've built a, you know, I'm trying to build a life around this that is not just like immersed in bass fishing and it's my dream and I have to, I'm trying to put all of it together. I want to have, um, the best life for everyone. I want to give the, a great life to my wife, Kayla. She supported me through this whole, you know, through all the battles. She was sleeping in the back of the truck on a yeah. single mattress in the heat, getting up day after day, always getting set back, and she never quit on me, you know. So um, I'm I'm not going to quit on them. And, and also I, I just want to, you know, I want to show them this great life of the outdoors and, and, and show Riv what happens when uh, you, you do chase your dreams and you do want something, you have a passion for something. So it's just I'm getting some stability in the U.S. I've lived in people's shops. I've slept on floors. I've, <laughs> I've put mattresses on motel floors, just trying to scratch and claw and uh, and to, to have some success, get some, have that win, you know, be able to buy a property, be able to do some stuff is such a good feeling because spent so long just sort of not knowing what the next day was going to bring. Yeah. And, um, and you know, that's helped with my fishing because I can concentrate on just fishing a little bit more. Yeah. Carl Jacobson with us. Uh, no introduction needed. Most unique voice on the uh, on the tour. Basically, when you hear him, you know who he is. All right. In our last couple of minutes, um, Rapala uh, comes out with the Maverick 110 PXR Maverick 110. I know you've been fishing this thing as well. It's a new jerkbait yep. from Rapala, and it has a weight transfer system in it, which makes it infinitely more castable. Um, you know, I'm bait casting gear, and it's got a unique hunting action as well. Talk to me about the Maverick. I love that lure. Yeah, they're just, Rapala are doing such a great job. They're just killing it with uh, all these new lineups. And um, and they've just crushed it with the Maverick, you know. Um, they've got Wheeler in behind it, and mm-hmm. he's just sort of a, a bit of a bait genius when it comes to a lot of those things. And um, and they've, they've just done everything the best with this bait. It casts an absolute mile. Um, it has a crazy erratic action, which is exactly what you want with a jerk bait. And then they are final. Uh, they, they're doing those, um, you know, those perfect colours that you need for a jerk bait in those in that clear water. You've got those see-through style colours, and uh, and they they're actually doing those like foil colours with the clear belly yeah. that you know just not any uh, are hard to do. And, um, and so they've just got a massive color lineup. The thing casts an absolute mile. It gets down to the right depths, and it comes with, like, the best hooks, which is one of the, the best parts, you know, that red line series that they're doing are beautiful. And you can buy now a high-end jerkbait, tie it on, and you're sort of ready to roll. You don't have to uh, swap anything out. It's, um, it's a great bait, and it's, it's causing a big buzz here at uh, at ICAST. Yeah, no doubt about it. Carl Jacobson has been our guest. Carl, we wish you the best of luck when you get up north. Uh, go get those smallies. You're in great position to make the classic, and uh, it's been a great yep. season for you, and, uh, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you for joining us for a few minutes. Thanks, mate.
Uh, thank you. That's Carl Jacobson. I love that guy. I mean, his story has been great to follow. And again, I, the first time I, I saw him, did not met him, I saw him. He was sitting in front of me at an open meeting. And, uh, you know, and, and he's uh, done a great job to see him build a family and build a life in the U.S. and become a great angler now uh, on the Elite Series. All right, we'll get a break in here. When we come back, John Cruz is next on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. The segment of Bassmaster Radio is brought to you by the fine folks at Lake Hartwell in Anderson, South Carolina. Visit Anderson and... I always say if it didn't exist, you'd have to invent it. It's like America's Valhalla over there in Anderson, South Carolina. Just absolutely beautiful. And Lake Hartwell has been on fire. If you've seen some of the weights at tournaments there, both largemouth and, and, and spotted bass that are making up the uh, the bags, it's just, it's just amazing. You can get them any way you want at Lake Hartwell. All right, so we've been talking a little bit about ICAST. Obviously, this week ICAST has been going on all this past week. And, um, you know, if you're going to talk ICAST, no better guy to talk to than John Cruz because he's a manufacturer. He's Missile Baits, all right? He's a professional fisherman, so he's there representing other products and so on. He's also a consultant and a designer working with Spro and on their hard baits and things like that. So, I mean, this guy kind of, he gets it from all angles. And, oh, by the way, he's won over $1.6 million on the bass circuit alone, and he joins us now in the VMC hook. Johnny, welcome in. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on, Tom. Probably one of the busiest weeks of the year for you this past week, I would imagine, with all the different hats that you wear. Oh, absolutely. You know, from the from the time we we get here, uh, you know, Sunday evening to uh, you know loading out or loading in uh, Monday morning, that it just you, you blink your eyes, and next thing you know, you're headed back north, headed uh, headed back to Virginia. But uh, yeah, definitely a lot going on with the uh with iCast uh just you know meetings every hour and uh you know running into people that, that you haven't seen in a while uh industry people fans friends fellow anglers all that kind of stuff so it's it's always a, a fun uh, awesome week but man it goes by quick and it's busy there's been a lot of comparisons to the expo at the Bassmaster Classic, but that's a different deal because it's open to the fans and you can barely move down the aisles. You know, uh, hundreds of thousands right. of people now going to the expo, whereas this is a little bit more casual atmosphere on the floor. Um, but still, it is a you know, it, it's an opportunity, like you say, to network with all of the guys, all the different manufacturers, and go back and forth between being you know John Cruz of Missile Baits and John Cruz the Elite Series angler. That's exactly right. Um, so it's, you know, it's kind of flattering to you know, walk outside of the, the missile baits booth and see my, uh, see my face on, mm-hmm. you know, Spro and all that kind of stuff. And then you know, walk other booths and, you know, like the, the new fish lung uh, product they're introducing, they're introduced at ICAST. It's, uh, you know, faces all over that. Uh, just, just kind of a neat deal, very humbling. Uh, but, but yet it's also, uh, you know, a lot of work. Yeah, no, there's no doubt it's a lot of work. And um, you guys rolled out a new product as well, the Missile Baits Bomba. It, it, it looks like, for lack of a better word, it looks like kind of like a leech almost. I mean, it's just a chunk. What is it, about three and a half inches, I guess, of plastic? Talk about what the inspiration behind this deal was. Yeah, it's it's really kind of, um, you know, one of the first couple of baits in a new category of, of soft plastics to where it's it's a denser soft plastic. Um, mostly going to be fished weightless, 
and uh, you can you can Texas rig it. it. It basically looks like a crawfish body with no pinchers or legs, and that's kind of what the look for we were going for is. But because of the proportions and the way that the the, uh, the weight is distributed in the bait, it casts like an absolute rocket, and uh, it skips like crazy. You wouldn't even believe how the thing skips. And then when it falls, it kind of has a little a little bit of a rocking back and forth, mm-hmm. but then it'll. It'll venture forward and venture backwards and venture forward and venture venture backwards. So it's it's a very erratic and, and kind of a different fall. Uh, but but yeah, this this category of baits is is getting hot because you can use them from Florida to Canada, largemouth, smallmouth, spotted bass. It, it doesn't matter. Ponds, uh, big big bodies of water. You know any you know, rivers. Uh, it's it's a very very versatile lure that works in a bunch of different uh, different places. The uh, uh, Yamamoto Yamatanuki is is another one of the baits in this category, and and um, you know they've they have sold a ton of those, and and you know talking to some people here at the show, uh, you know some of the people have been uh, have been using that one, but that's that bait is a little more of a heavy duty version of this of this bait, you know, in this category. Uh, so the Bomba is really more of a finesse, but but you can definitely fish it on a bait caster as well. So like I said, very versatile. Um, yeah, going to be used, I think, by a lot of people, and it's and this thing's going to catch a lot of fish. Does this come out of your brain? I mean, Missile Baits. Now we think of Missile Baits, a pretty big company. I mean, you know, they, you know, we we find these on pegs all over the country, uh, Missile Baits. But I, I know you don't have a huge staff. Is this something that come out of your brain, or is this something that some of the other anglers, you know, lean on you? And I, I don't know. Of course, in the, in the fishing business, everybody imitation is the greatest form of flattery, right? So you see something yeah, being yeah. used, and you you kind of tweak it and make it your own. Yeah, so I was. Um, it, it, it came out of my brain. All of the all of the baits uh, that we've come out with missile baits, all the soft plastics have been been from my head and um, been you know out of draw, I've drawn them out on on paper to mm-hmm. to get them exactly how I want them and go through the the prototype process. The only exception to that is the spunk shad that we licensed from Hog Farmer. Right. Uh, that's been a that's been a really good relationship, and uh, I know I've, you know it stays on the back of my chatter baits, but uh, but the bomba. Is something that you know I started exploring into this this category of baits and got my hands on a couple of other baits in the category and and I didn't I didn't love them uh, and it wasn't because they didn't work it was because there was uh, functional limitations they didn't uh, didn't you couldn't set, get a good hook set in some of them mm-hmm. uh, one of them was it was just too heavy for how how the size it was as far as you're trying to even use it on a spinning rod. Uh, so they had they had some limitations, but the the concept was there. So I just I made what I wanted to fish with, and I, I figure a lot of other anglers will want to do the same thing once they uh, get it in their hands. Well, they have with everything else, and and it's you know it's interesting because every year at ICAST we get all of these new products that are introduced, and it's it's kind of timed up that way. And in some cases, the product won't be available to the general public till the fall or even the next spring in other cases they they right. go on sale you know right after i kiss is this available yet is the bomba available yet to the public uh, we had it it is not we had it planned so that we would be able to uh have shipped them before i cast uh but what but they had uh problems with the production mold and uh luckily our our manufacturer jumped in and and helped us get it fixed but it put us about a month behind mm-hmm. so we're we're going to be able to ship them in in early august that's that's where we're going to be able to uh get them in uh in people's hands and in fish's mouth. 
All right, so so pull back the curtain with us, John Cruz, with us here, lead series angler, missile baits uh, owner. Pull back the curtain a little bit. Um, you 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 know everybody's coming up with a different twist on things each year at ICAST. Are you out in you know? Are you thinking out ahead? Do you have stuff already in your mind that's going to get introduced in twenty four or twenty five or you know? It's kind of like you don't want to roll everything out at once, and it's like what are we going to do next? Are you already you already working forward on what the next product would be, if you will? Oh yeah, you're constantly working on on new products. We have a we have a new product that I was really trying to to push to to introduce here. I think it would have made a big splash, um, but it was it was not ready yet. Uh, mm-hmm. We just had some some snags in the uh, development um, from a manufacturing standpoint, not from a functional standpoint, but from a manufacturing standpoint, it really kind of slowed us down. So that's going to be we're going to introduce that this fall whenever we kind of get everything together. And are ready to uh, release that. I'm super excited about that one. But yeah, we've we've got uh, I call it the board. We've got a bunch of uh, bunch of baits uh, on the board that we're we're looking to develop. I met at ICAST with um, some of the people we use for for our CAD drawings uh, for for mm-hmm. one of those projects. And uh, and then we've we're we've got a bunch of other projects on that board. And and we're just I'm trying to prioritize what we're going to do first and and how that's gonna how that's gonna kind of fit in with everything we've got going and and what uh what the market where the market is and where the trends are and we mentioned spro earlier and your relationship with spro and the, and the designs that you've done for them for the hard bait line but i did mm-hmm. see that spro came out with this craw nugget right which is in the same category as the bomba and then it? it's it's kind of kind of similar Absolutely. you know it's it's it just it, it seems like a conflict of interest, but really it's not um, because you work with a bunch of different companies. But I mean, it, yeah, I it, it's interesting I don't to do see that with, with Spro on their soft plastics. Right. Uh, Shinfu Kai is the one that that developed that that bait for uh, for Spro, uh, and I honestly I didn't even I didn't even know about it until a few weeks ago mm. um, because it didn't it, it didn't concern me. We uh, I've been working with Spro for about a year on. Uh, what ended up being called the Megalojon. It's a harness style swim bait. And they sent some to me um, uh, late last or early last fall. They sent some to me and, and they said, what do you think? And I said, uh, I don't think it runs very well at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so they asked me to help, help fix it. And, you know, I had to change up the proportions and, and change up the material that they were using. And uh, we, we had to tweak the weights on it as well. Uh, to get it to get it right, but now that thing it kicks like a mule and it it runs it runs really well. Yeah. It's more of a medium depth uh, version of in that category the harness swim baits. Uh, so it's something that's you know it's kind of filling in a niche uh, in the in the market. So it's it's really it's really a cool cool product and uh, they're they're introducing that here at iCast as well. Those, those, some of those colors are already in stores. All right, we'll get a quick break in here. When we come back, let's talk to John Cruz, the elite angler, about his season and how that's going and, and how that part of the John Cruz experience goes. We'll do that next right here on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. 
And welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. We're visiting with John Cruz, Missile Baits, and also Elite Series Angler, who has won over $1.6 million, had a win last year on the Elite Series uh, Tour, and just kind of hovering right now just outside of the cut line for the Classic, which will be in Tulsa coming up next March. We'll get to that with him in a moment. But, all right, John, you're you're the reason one of the reasons you launched missile baits is you're kind of a you're you're a tackle geek you know you're like the rest of us when it comes to being a fisherman so talk about it when you walk in to iCast and and yes these are your competitors they're your friends you know they're uh, other products and so on when you walk around how much time do you allow yourself to just be john cruz the angler and look at the stuff and say oh that's kind of cool i like that i might put that in my box i get i get about five minutes a day to do that uh it's (laughs) It's it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, before the show starts, um, sometimes I'll kind of meander around a little bit, and then even after the show ends at six o'clock, I'll I'll, I'll I might you know get to venture a little bit, but I, I really don't get a chance to walk the floor at all. Um, it's just it's part of the game here. I, I mean, I'm kind of strapped down uh, to missile for the most part. I you know we're we always set up uh, booth wise right next to Spro and Kamikatsu, so mm-hmm. I can bounce back and forth to do any kind of video work that needs to be done or meetings for that matter. I've said to sit in a few meetings over at Spro as well, but uh, you know, with missile, I, and we've got meetings scheduled. We had, them, we had them scheduled every hour and, it, and that's, I mean, it was just one after another after another. Uh, and that's kind of how it, uh, how it rolls, but that's a good thing. You get, you're meeting with people and having everything, uh, having everything, you know, kind of, happen fast yeah yeah and, and you you did an interesting video for our friends at bass university about using about pros using product that is not necessarily that they're sponsored by and and i think you know some people think mm-hmm. that it's just a hundred percent you're just one you know just using that product but really you know a lot of guys you, you, you they're going to use a product that they love because they're sponsored by those people and they love that that particular product but on the other hand you're going to use whatever it is that can help you um you know win money as well and so i think that that's a, a an important part you look around and say there's some of these things that you may want to try out uh that you're seeing from other manufacturers Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, the, you know, like the Whopper Poplar is tried and true. I've caught so many fish on it. It's a big fish bait. Uh, it definitely calls up the bigger ones where, you know, so whenever that instance comes, that's the, I'm going to, I'm going to pick up a plopper and and I'm not going to, you know, tell anybody otherwise. Yeah. Uh, the other, the other big one for me is really the biggest one probably is the chatter bait. I mean, right. I fish a Z-Man uh, jackhammer, uh, just like a lot of guys do on tour, but you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's also an accessory. I call the chatterbait an accessory for our soft plastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, really the feature meal is the uh, spunk shed or, or the D bomb that goes on the back of there. Uh, but then you, you got to put some, put it on something. So we put it on the chatterbait and uh, thank, thank God I had one on uh, down there at the uh, St. John's river because I caught about half of my fish on, on that combo right there. Yeah, the uh, that spunk shed is, is really nice. That's a great trailer. I never thought about putting a D-bomb on the back of a chatterbait. I never had done that. That's kind of the... Yeah, it's got, go got a little more resistance, yeah. Tom. It's just got a little more resistance, help keeps the bait up a little bit, and it's got more It's got more action. Like, all kind of stuff is wiggling and shaking uh, as, you're, as you're reeling that chatterbait in. It's, it's pretty bad, dude. It's a little, a little bit of a secret. A lot of guys don't want me to, to talk too much about it, but daggone, I'm trying to sell some D-bombs around here. 
Yeah, I'm, and I would think you could skip it really good, too, right, with a D-bomb on there. Oh, for sure. A, you know, for big, sure. fat, yeah. flat body. And that's the staple product. Right? I mean, when, when people think missile baits, a lot of times I think the first thing they think is D-bomb. And even though you're coming out with new products and you came out with a great quiver worm, and I'm a destroyer guy. I love the destroyer and a baby destroyer, but I you know, have a, a, a pegs full of D-bombs as well. But it, that is – you still stay focused on that, right, because that that's a lure that's been out now for years that continues to produce like other things certain worms or certain products from other companies it just continues to produce it never for whatever reason it's not something that is a fad that goes away that's right it you know the d-bomb is, is kind of our staple lure kind of what we're best known for and it it, it has been um been great but the, the chunky d we released last year yeah and it is a uh you know a cross style bait with the really hard kicking legs three and a half inches smaller compact but man, we we sell a lot of those, and when we when we released it, I was hoping that it would uh, do well. And it's kind of one of those quiet killers. Um, you know, once we we were looking at the numbers the other day on on that chunky D, and holy smokes, we we sell we sell a bunch of them. But the uh, and the, and then that spunk shad has been a really really good seller for us as well. Uh, kind of, I almost underestimated how many of those. Um, the anglers actually, uh, you know, call call home yeah. on the back of their chatterbaits. So you go back to Virginia, you load up. I mean, is the boat and everything still in in Virginia, or is, or is that is, are you one of these guys that ship your boat up north and then and then go chase it? <laughs> no, I wish I'm not that quite quite that much of a high roller. <laughs> it's it's sitting it's sitting back at home, and uh, I'll 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 be home here for a couple days, and then I'm gonna head up a little bit early mm-hmm. and uh, get up there and uh, kind of get get adjusted to michigan fishing and uh before before we start practice on st Clair. so you're making this push now you got st Clair coming up end of the month you are just outside of the classic uh cut line uh mm-hmm. for grand lake in, in tulsa it was it's been kind of a middle of the pack type year for you you just kind of been you know in the middle of the pack making cuts you've made yep. you know making checks every week and then you made a move at the Sabine, uh, 18th at the Sabine, and it kind of got a little bit of momentum going for you. Just talk about these three that are coming up up north and, and what your mindset is. Are you are you doing the math to figure out how you close the gap, you know, to get above that uh, top 40 line or so to make sure you're locked in for the Classic? Yeah, I basically just need to have um, three, you know, day three finishes, and, and I should be I should be okay. Um, it doesn't sound that hard, but it definitely, it can be. Uh, but I feel you, you mentioned the word momentum earlier. I do feel like the momentum is going in the right direction for me. I feel like things are starting to click a little bit, um, more and, and you know, it's, it's totally different deal in on Lake St. Clair than it is at the Sabine river. So it's kind of hard to take momentum that you, you have from a tidal fishery with smaller fish to a world-class, one of the great lakes and one of the greatest fisheries in the, in the country mm-hmm. that's probably going to be dominated by smallmouth, um, take that momentum and go up there. But that's the crazy game we play is that momentum does, does actually factor into that. Um, 
because you just you just go up there knowing that you're going to do well that there is something to be said about that yeah and it's been a weird year i mean when you look at the the list right now as i say you're sitting right in the middle of the aoi standings but when you look at the mm-hmm. guys that are behind you i mean what 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 is brandon lester doing down there? i mean it's crazy scott martin's down there uh right. you know gerald swindle is down there buddy gross chris Aldane. Aldane. what a weird yeah. year it's been this year with some some they're, heavy sticks not being able to get it done there will be a couple guys from way down in that list that are just going to rock it up in these last three tournaments. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just um, and probably grinding their teeth. You know, this whole week at ICAST, you know, thinking about the next tournament, and uh, and they're going to come out with with kind of with piss and vinegar in their veins and mm-hmm. and and kick butt for three tournaments. Yeah, no, it's going to be something, that's for sure, down the stretch. John Cruz has been our guest. John, I appreciate you so much. You're always willing. I know it's been a very busy week. You made time for us, though, here. And uh, John Cruz, the manufacturer, the missile baits guy, John Cruz, the Elite Series angler as well, and lure designer. Uh, we appreciate you, man. Good luck up north. We're pulling for you. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate you having me on, as always. And, uh, man, we'll uh, we'll have to get you some of them bombas out as soon as we get yeah. them in. Yeah, I need to put some of those chunks in there. That's an interesting-looking category. I have not fished with anything like that yet. John Cruz. All right, Johnny, appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, before we put the Bassmaster Radio Phoenix back on the trailer, let's take a look at some news and notes from around the pond. If you're looking for the best in sublimated fishing jerseys, the best in the business is Valley Fashions. They have all the major logos, and they will set up the artwork for you, and they'll get your jerseys turned around quickly. Valley Fashions has incredible stock designs, or they'll work with you on a custom design. Valley Fashions has done our jerseys at Bassmaster Radio for the last several years, and I couldn't be happier. Visit vfoutdoors.com to get your order started today. There are three events left on the elite schedule with the Northern Swing headed to St. Clair, Lake Champlain, and the Thousand Islands, and it's not too late to get into Rapala Fantasy Fishing. Now, we have a group for you as well that you can join the Beat Bassmaster Radio Group, and here's how it works. Go to Bassmaster.com, click on Fantasy Fishing, then create an account and log in, then select Join a Group from the Group's pull-down tab, and each week, the high point earner in our group wins a prize package from the show's sponsors and gets a shout out on the show plus everyone that finishes higher than me gets entered into a drawing for a prize package I want to take a moment to thank our guests that are on the show today bassmaster digital content editor kyle jesse was in also on the show was carl jacobson who is in great shape to make the classic this upcoming season and john cruz got a little bit of a battle on his hands but i think he's going to do it as well to move up from 50th to the top 40 to make the classic as well during the northern swing now remember if you missed any of this week's show it's always just a click away at bassmaster.com forward slash radio so until next time keep those lines tight and nets heavy i'm tom abraham and this has been phoenix boats bassmaster radio on the bassmaster radio network 